is up, everybody? Welcome to the Ringmasters Podcast, the February 9th edition of your favorite CM Life Wrestling Podcast, also the only CM Life Wrestling Podcast. I am joined, as always, by Jameson Galloway. Jameson, we got another pay-per-view coming up. We do. Chamber Elimination. The Elimination Chamber is right around the corner. <laughs> what? Chamber Elimination. Never, you, you don't call it that? No. Oh. Um, that's just us nerds, I guess. You've been hanging out with Enzo and Cass? Yeah, a little okay. bit too much, yeah. What did you even say? Was chamber Elimination. Chamber the Chamber of Elimination. It might be from another podcast. That's pretty chic. Yeah. It's pretty styling, but man, you caught me off guard with that one. That was good. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Elimination Chamber, for. yes, is coming up. The final blue brand pay-per-view before WrestleMania. The second to last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Uh, we've got a lot on the line here, so we'll get into predictions here pretty soon. We've also got Raw, SmackDown, SmackDown, the uh, go-home show before that pay-per-view, and Raw continuing to build towards WrestleMania. So, uh, man, uh, let's just talk about, I need to talk about something, Jameson. All right. Having a bad day. Are you? Bad couple days. Okay. My knee hurts. Get it off your chest. Uh, tired. Uh, Roman Reigns is still a problem. (laughs) Uh, now this isn't the normal Roman Reigns is a problem rant. This is me asking you, is there a worse version of him than there is right now? Hmm. Wow. That's a, that's an interesting question and a good one. I don't know. I feel like I was more down on him about a month ago when I had my hot take on Roman Reigns. I feel a little bit better right now, but uh, I can see I can see where you're frustrated. No, it's I'm even more frustrated now. Okay. Um, I'm okay. How do I explain this? So just dive right in. Yeah, Roman Reigns is not the guy. He does not hold any championship right now. Correct. Correct. But he has to beat everybody. So none of the champions who face him can look strong because everybody has to be helped to beat him but he also can't win the championship because he's not over enough we're at the (laughs) worst possible middle ground here because roman reigns they don't just have him be the man again so he can just be the champion and justify winning or at least do something great like face aj styles or something and have some good competitive matches so every match has to end with some nonsense even if you are debuting a powerhouse destroyer samoa joe on the roster you gotta throw him to the distraction train too you gotta let Braun Strowman finish the match even when Samoa Joe jumped him before the match looked like he couldn't get the job done right what a load of garbage man that you uh you hit it right in the head there because he's actively ruining other parts of the show it's not just he comes out and does a terrible promo or has a terrible match he's actively bringing the show down it didn't make uh, Samoa Joe look any better that's for sure no it hurts his uh, credibility and of course we uh we end the show with Roman Reigns still looking strong somehow because he had to have the the biggest monster in the business, Braun Strowman, come out and destroy him before Samoa Joe could win. So I hear where you're coming from. I really do. Yeah, it's just... You know know what was interesting? Between Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, one of them is really great at their job right now. And it ain't Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Samoa Joe came out and he did this awesome promo, apart from the part where Seth Rollins got hurt, but that's here nor there. It happens. But... Samojo came out and cut this awesome promo, and it sounded like the most believable and well-acted thing you've ever heard. Well, not that you've ever heard, but in a while. Because everyone else on the show sounds like they're doing promos. He sounds like he was actually a guy who came up because of Triple H and is indebted to him and so helped him destroy Roman Reigns. So that makes so much sense. It all makes sense. And he even talked to Mick Foley like a reasonable person. Like, he and Mick Foley had, like, a real human being exchange, and it was great. And he showed up in a suit and everything, looking like... Looking like a like a Bond villain. It was great, and then uh, at the end, they just they Roman Reigns again. Yep, nothing new. Um, yeah, Samoa Joe's promo was was 
fantastic. I loved it. It was short, sweet, to the point, and it was believable, like you said. Um, who would have you rather uh, seen, besides anyone, who would you have rather seen Samoa Joe face at the end of the night? Someone who they're not afraid to let lose? Uh, I don't know. Almost anybody. I know, like, Dean Ambrose would be the perfect sort of guy, but he's on SmackDown. Uh, Dolph Ziggler would be the same sort of guy. Okay. No problem losing to Samoa Joe. All right, let's find some people on Raw. <laughs> let's find um, some people on the show. Let's see. Like Sami Zayn. Okay, Sami Zayn. Kill Sami Zayn. Rusev. Rusev. That would probably be awesome. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A couple of, that would be a big Haas fight right there. It would be like a monster truck show. It would be great. And uh, that would be good. Uh, I, I'd like to see him kill Enzo. That would be fun. Uh, Cass would be fun. Um, yeah, there are lots of other options, but... And they could have built towards Roman Reigns. Even if they were going to have Roman Reigns go over at Fastlane, they could have at least teased that instead of paying it off like an hour and a half later. Right. Um, yeah, I like uh, – obviously, you've watched a lot more Samoa Joe than I have, and it looks like he's going to fit right in. He's going to be a guy that we are going to see on television every week and be satisfied. But when your first appearances, when your first appearance on Raw and you're putting one of the better guys in the company – back on the shelf uh, because of an injury of Seth Rollins, it's hard for me to totally jump on the Samoa Joe should be here train. Yeah, that was really unfortunate, and I've watched the replay because you can see it. Uh, yeah, it looks and like it hurt. You didn't you notice it, and if you watched it the first time. No. Or at least I didn't. Some people did. I but didn't. I didn't notice it if I had watched it the first time until I went and saw it again, and you can see them talking to one another, and Joe asks him, hey, are you okay? And Rollins just says, I hope so. And it's this really frightening moment, but I just had no idea he was hurt. But I really don't know if I mean obviously it happened during a confrontation with Samoa Joe, but I don't really think it obviously wasn't intentional. No, but it sucks. It was, because his knee was already injured too. Mm, I don't know, man. But it's I, I'd feel the same way, especially if I didn't like a guy as much as I like Joe. I'd be in the same boat. Well, we've been waiting to see this feud between Triple H and Seth Rollins and waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, we get Triple H on Raw and the same exact night we get another Seth Rollins injury, which I don't know if he's going to be back for WrestleMania. I don't know if they're working us or not or if anybody knows. But where does that feud go? There was no mention of Triple H on Raw, correct? Correct, correct. No, no Apart me- from uh, Joe, I think. So that, uh, I mean, is that feud just done is Triple H done with with fighting anybody at Wrestlemania I don't know I, I've always said if it's not going to be Seth Rollins have him fight Shane McMahon I don't know how they're going to put that together right now but uh, I, I just disappointed more than anything with the whole Seth Rollins yeah there is some good news as far as Rollins is concerned it was an MCL tear that he suffered however uh, is an eight-week recovery so he might be good for mania uh, some people have been kicking around the idea of him coming back but really Nobody knows right now. All we know is that Triple H wants to face someone, whether it be Seth or whether it be someone else, but they still might keep building towards that because it's a possibility that he'll be okay or at least okay enough to do something. But honestly, that could not have come at a worse time. No. And But for them to not mention anything really about the Triple H-Seth Rollins feud on Monday, uh, I'm, I'm worried that they're not going to mention it at all ever again <laughs> until we until we know more about Seth Rollins which us as a viewer should uh, have some explanation okay well last week this was a feud uh, you had your guy Samoa Joe take him out 
now where are we with this? You know, what, what are you doing now, Triple H? Is it just he's hurt and this is that's it? There's no more? I mean, come on. I feel like there we need some explanation of what, what's going to go on with this feud. If it's going to happen or if it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think they're waiting on that because they don't know. Because they're not sure, okay, if we can't do it at Mania, are we building towards that SummerSlam? Are we doing it at Money in the Bank? Or when are we doing it, I think is the question right now. Uh, really, I envision it not working at Mania. I hate to sound like a pessimist. I hate to get this podcast off started on such a low note with complaining endlessly about Roman Reigns and also about Seth Rollins' injury, but I highly doubt that with such a narrow window for recovery, as tough as Seth Rollins is, as determined as he is, like we saw on the WWE 24, uh, very good special if you haven't watched that, um, about him recovering from his original knee injury, um, he might miss his second WrestleMania in a row, and honestly, I can't really see any benefit to that apart from him becoming the biggest babyface when he comes back. Yeah, there is no benefit to it, but Triple H has to be on the WrestleMania card. So now let's look towards who else can fill that Seth Rollins uh, void and who would Triple H fight at WrestleMania. I honestly have no clue. Unless they start doing it with Owens. But who else has that much history with him right now? And who else would... Because, see, it's it'd be hard to replace the feud because nothing would matter as much without a title on the line as Seth Rollins versus Triple H would have because of their history and because all the time that people have been wanting it. But I don't know what they replaced that with. They could go nuts and turn Owens babyface, which I don't think is going to happen. I feel like Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens is... is, is it a, seems locked in. It seems locked in for WrestleMania. Um, it, it's hard to think, though, yeah, another person that Triple H could fight at WrestleMania that would seem legit. And I don't know. No other, mind, no other name comes to mind other than Shane McMahon for my viewing... Um, pleasures but that, uh, might, that might actually be their best idea now yeah I, I think so too there's actually there's real heat there um triple h pretty much holds the spot in the company that shane mcmahon would hold if he would have never left um and, and shane mcmahon left because triple h you know had a big role and he didn't like that from what i've heard Alleg- I, allegedly allegedly that's what the dirt sheets say right but so, there is a there's definite real life vibes going on there yeah which makes a great feud Yes. And the promos for that would be awesome. The match, I don't know, but uh, I would like it. So if Seth Rollins isn't the guy, I feel like Shane McMahon should be. Yeah, or at least the guy to have a good match with Triple H and uh, maybe jump off something and hopefully not (laughs) hurt himself. That is true. Speaking of jumping off something, um, I watched the Mankind versus Undertaker match, Hell in a Cell, at King of the Ring 1998 last night. Really? Yeah, showed one of my uh, buddies... The match who had never seen it. It's always a great, great time to watch that match, especially when no one has ever seen it or has any idea of what's going on, and they they come away wondering what is wrong with McFoley. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy how some of those classic matches like that or WrestleMania 17, the latter match, or The Rock versus Steve Austin or Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, you really think they happened almost 20 years ago now? So there are people who even people who like wrestling who've just never seen that stuff. Yeah, That's that is crazy. it. Uh, it it's gonna live. As long as there's a WWE Network, because that match never gets old. I love it. Yeah, no way. But hopefully uh, Shane McMahon doesn't take it to that level, <laughs> either physically or no, otherwise. But that honestly could be crazy fun. So oh, yeah. I just hope that uh, they're able to figure out what they're going to do. And uh, honestly, 
I, you know, I hold, if what they turn out to do, if what they end up doing doesn't turn out to be great, then I honestly don't hold anything against them because that was the one thing they had. They did not have a backup plan for that. No. So, yeah. I hope this isn't a a recurring theme. I mean, once, a lot of the times, once guys get injured once, it just keeps happening and happening. And Seth Rollins is such an asset to the roster. Man, it's, uh, we we don't want to, we don't want to make this a habit. Yeah, no. So I wish him a speedy recovery. Hopefully they can make it work at Mania. Uh, but if not, then uh, hopefully we can make it work down the road and Seth Rollins can uh, make as quick a return as he can. So let's get into Raw. Is there anything you liked from Raw? Uh, Emelina is supposed to debut next week. <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. Or a day before Valentine's, right? So you think that's why they waited? Probably. But, or they're just <laughs> that like, oh, that's a it. good day. Right there. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, so Emelina supposed to debut. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's what we look forward yeah. to. Okay, something weirded me out on this show. Uh, so we had a Braun Strowman versus four local talent guys match. Yes. This seems like they taped it three months ago and accidentally played it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why'd that's what they I felt do that? Like. Why? It's like, no, no, this is not where they're doing with Braun again. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess there's no one worthy of facing him who's an actual uh, WWE wrestler. I guess not. But um, Which is leading to uh, Roman Reigns-Braun Strowman match at Fastlane. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting? Somebody pointed this out the other day. Uh, Braun Strowman is who they want Roman Reigns to be. He's this awesome, crazy guy who kills people and doesn't say too much. And Roman Reigns, everybody hates, and Braun Strowman, everybody loves. Yeah, because so, it seems more believable for some reason. Yeah, and you can tell how hard Braun Strowman is working to improve. And Roman Reigns is working hard, too, but whatever. <laughs> but he's so good. They can't throw Braun Strowman under the Roman Reigns boss no. just to make Roman Reigns look better because people are going to hate him more. Then And then what? They're going to have him go over The Undertaker? No way. No way can they do that. That's such a terrible idea. <laughs> no, it is. And now now you've got me thinking of, of, of Roman Reigns coming out. And we're, I'm going back to the, the opening promo of him saying to Samoa Joe, you're in my yard now. I'm the guy here. And like you said, he's, he's holding no belt. He... Uh, you know he's not Kevin Owens, he's not AJ Styles, but I'm I was and I was so used to just seeing Roman Reigns, I didn't even really get that upset because oh this is what they do with Roman Reigns. See they they've already they're they're brainwashing me. I'm 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 just uh, yeah I should have been more upset about that. But the one upside, I will say this: the one upside to this dude and him winning all the time is that when he doesn't win, everybody goes nuts. Like yeah. everybody turns into such a mark, myself included. Like when somebody upsets him, when Rollins upsets him, when Balor upsets, it's he's the best heel that they never meant to make because he's unbeatable. But then when somebody beats him, it's the most organic and surprising thing ever. Right. And and who do we probably talk about most on the podcast? It's probably Roman Reigns. Probably. <laughs> so they're doing something right. But yeah. uh, like we talk about, we complain endlessly. But yeah, I mean maybe, but. Anyway, let's get into some good stuff from Raw. Okay. All right, so we had the debut of Akira Tozawa. Yeah, uh, I actually enjoyed that. This dude is awesome. Yeah. He's great, and you could tell he was slowed down here. Between moves, he's used to going even quicker than this. Those snap German suplexes, he does some of them really slow, and then some of them, like, lightning quick. It's the greatest. And he's got this insane physical charisma where he can connect with anybody. He's already got this crowd chant thing going. So, yeah, he did. Uh, I was actually into that. I, I I've never been high on the cruiserweights, but uh, yeah, Tazawa, that's that's a, a hell of a name, and a, he's a hell of a wrestler. I I enjoyed that. Yeah. So uh, 
yeah, here's hoping that they make that work. In other cruiserweight news, we have uh, Austin Aries interviewing Neville. Austin well, Aries is hilarious. He is the greatest. Yeah. I'm looking forward to him getting back into action, but I'm going to miss him on commentary. When is that? When when do we get to see him in action? I don't know. Uh, Nakamura, <coughs> late last year, cracked his orbital bone with a kick um, at an NXT live event, or uh, NXT house show, and he's been on the shelf ever since, but he has been doing the most hilarious work on commentary. He's great. And I really hope to see him back in the ring soon because he is far more interesting than any other people in that entire promo segment, any of those other five guys, apart from uh, Neville right now. So uh, the interview broke down into a six-way fight, and uh, Cedric beat up everybody, and then Neville had his Cruiserweight Championship in the ring. Standing tall, as they say. You were happy about that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. But, okay, uh, yeah, I, I can't complain with anything there. Um, my, my favorite thing from Raw... I'm I'm surprised I haven't got into it yet, but Goldberg has a championship match at the next pay-per-view. At Fastlane. At Fastlane against Kevin Owens. Not something I thought I would ever be saying in the year 2017. Yeah, I'm pretty. Shocked. It's pretty crazy to think about. This Goldberg has got a title shot in the WWE in, in 2017. It's just, uh, I almost have to say it, keep saying it to to realize it, and I don't know if, if I, I'm, I'm biased, but is this a good thing? Man, I don't know. Uh, part of me is very excited because if it's and, not going to be, I know, yeah, 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 obviously. And I know that you love Goldberg, and I like Goldberg a lot. Especially the more I see him, the more he's back. He's been doing some good work. He's been trying his ass off, really, you know, just putting in work. But as long as he doesn't concuss himself before he goes out to the ring, he's fine. Yes, as long as he doesn't hardway himself on. The, well, he actually cut that out of his routine. He made a statement about that. Okay. So he shouldn't run into that any longer. <laughs> But if there's any guy who could probably walk him through a match, not that Goldberg is bad, but he wasn't a wrestler in the sense where he knew how to work for longer than a few minutes. That was his specialty. It was wham, bam, spear, yep. jackhammer, get in, get out, and it worked, and it connected yep. with everybody, and everybody loved it, and he was able to do some longer stuff later on. But if there's any guy besides, I think, Sami Zayn, who would be great in the role, who I trust – to make it a good match should be Kevin Owens. At the same time, this dude beat Lesnar in 90 seconds. He should be able to eat Kevin Owens. That is true. So I have no idea how they're going to book this, but uh, I am interested because it was unexpected. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm sure Chris Jericho is going to get involved some way and, and, and help Owens to the win because that's just what happens. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited for it. I Hey, it's, uh, it's a title match for Goldberg. Does he win? I don't know. We'll have to wait for predictions once Fastlane comes around, but yeah, interesting stuff for me. I'm, I'm excited for that match. Yeah, it'll be interesting in one of very two different ways. It'll be shockingly good, or it'll be Owens trying to wrestle a broomstick. I don't know, man. <laughs> it, well, let's hope it's not it the could, latter. It could go either way. It could, it could be DDP versus Goldberg, or it could oh, be uh, Steve Regal versus Goldberg. Well, let's hope the, the feed doesn't cut out <laughs> like it did in DDP Goldberg. But <laughs> Yeah, let's hope we don't end, miss the entire end of our pay-per-view. Yeah. But, man, it's been a while since that happened. It has. And side note, speaking of feeds going out, I uh, I watched the 30 for 30 on the XFL. Vince oh, McMahon. how was that? It was great. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about the XFL, but uh, that boy was that a failure. And and Vince <laughs> Vince was um, – he was committed, man. He thought this was going to work as well as his uh, his wrestling promotions were going. But it, obviously it did not. But, yeah, I, I, I suggest give it a watch. It's it's a pretty good documentary. Is that on Netflix now? 
I don't believe it's on Netflix. No, it aired on ESPN about a couple weeks ago, so it probably okay. is going to take a little bit. I haven't checked Netflix, but um, it usually takes a little while for those to get on there. But, uh, yeah, it's good. If you find a way to watch it, do it. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. They're also making one about Ric Flair, too, about okay. his life and career. and That'll be good. Pre and post plane crash. That will be awesome, but I will check out the XFL documentary because that is fascinating. Yeah, it is. So... Anyway, in much less interesting stuff, we had two back-to-back tag team matches. Uh, were they back to like? I feel, Jameson. I think there was just white noise on my TV. No, they were back to back. Yeah, I, I just blacked out. I think they had the uh, Jackie Robinson tribute and Seth Rollins injury talking between them. But uh, yes, I believe the the New Day and Shining Stars went after the uh, Gallows and Anderson Sheamus Cesaro match. Okay, which is pretty. If I'm not a huge tag team guy. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty pretty rough to put them back to back, and for me, anyways. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but you you like tag team matches? You, were, you <laughs> yeah, a that's fan not of this? not all tag team okay, matches. Okay, not all tag team matches. That's like me. That's like me coming at you with yeah, Jameis. You like talking segments? <laughs> you love that? <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah. But okay, I do like tag team <laughs> matches. I feel so bad for Cesaro because he will forever not be the guy, even though he desperately desperately is it needs it not needs it but. He can do it. Yeah. But I feel bad that he's stuck in there. Um, I feel bad that for sort of everybody involved. (laughs) Club made, they made him look a joke before they made him champions. Enzo and Cass are out there interfering. And you know they're going to interfere from the moment you see him. Because it's not even close. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're sitting around the ring. There's no even. There's not even a, a commentary booth there. Yeah, because they moved the commentary booth up the ramp. (laughs) Right. There's no way to. So they're just sitting in chairs. Yeah. Like on SmackDown, you could sort of get away with it because they're right there. But on Raw, they moved it away, and they didn't say it was... They didn't acknowledge in kayfabe that it was to prevent the announce table from getting destroyed twice an episode, but you can infer that's why. But they're so telegraphing it now. Yeah. Like, there's no way to make it from the ramp to the ring, but there's also nowhere at the ring you can sit and make it look like you're not going to get there. Right. That's, uh... Why do they just have them run in? Why are they just... Okay. And it seems like the table still is getting destroyed as much as it was, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they want to destroy the table, they're going to do it. Hey, at least more people can see it now because it's elevated. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just trying to find a positive in there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. We had that cruiserweight match, which was actually pretty good. Um, if anyone cared about the cruiserweights. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Love you. But we actually had a pretty fun announcement. The Rock and Roll Express were announced as the newest inductees in the WWE Hall of Fame. Quite a class this year. I'm very, very excited. We got DDP, Rick Rude, Kurt Angle, and now the Rock and Roll Express and more to come. So this is a pretty, yeah. pretty stellar class. Stacked. Yes, definitely. They're a phenomenal tag team. Back of course, in the day. CBS Sports leaked it before Raw. I don't, I don't I don't know if they're trying to get exposure in different areas, um, but I, I still I don't get the Rolling Stones leaked earlier today that Kurt Angle is now in the Hall of Fame. CBS Sports leaked earlier today that it's like, why aren't why aren't you just giving us the news? Why does CBS Sports have to give it to us? I don't know. Yeah, I, I have two questions for you on that. Okay. Do you think they leaked it? No, I'm WWE is giving them that information. Okay, two. The people that made this show, do you think they took the time and care to leak it? Or do you think somebody just found out? Mm, that I don't know. You remember this show. This is three hours. Do you, do you think the people that made this show went through that much effort to leak that? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. All right. We had a uh, women's match. Uh, it was Nia Jax defeating Bailey after uh, Charlotte interfered, and uh, Nia hit the Samoan drop for a pin. 
So building towards their next match by making number one contender look worthless. Uh, we had Samoa Joe versus Reigns, which was awesome when it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. I love that Joe can hit Enziguri's. Michael Cole was terrible on commentary tonight. I don't know. He's not great ever, but he talked about how Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins have long been best friends. That's only kind of been true in the past <laughs> month or two. He said, look at that kick when he hit a kick. When he did the uh, – it looked like he was going for the side slam, but it kind of turned into a winds of change almost. When he Roman Reigns, he threw him, he hit the ropes, and he got him. But he just called it a slam or something. Well, this – He was half asleep, man. This was probably, what, his first match he's called with Samoa Joe? Was it? I don't know. Has he done – he's good. He's done commentary for some of the NXT stuff. Uh, probably his first match, but bro, maybe that was maybe that was thrown off to a talk bit. on TV about these people. He's the voice of the WWE. Okay, yeah. Could you imagine if some actual sports commentator? This is my first time seeing this football team, so I'm gonna get everything <laughs> wrong. No, yeah, no, that's not professional at all. But have you noticed in the past? I don't think I've ever brought this up in this podcast, but I always have wanted to. How often Michael Cole says Instagram? He he's I have not noticed. Oh, I he might I think he's toned it back a little bit recently, but there were times where he would say it at least 15 times a show. Really? Yeah. Man, I don't know. That's something that that point that uh, jumps out of my head when I think of Michael Cole, but Wow. Yeah, raw up and down. Mm, hit, I mean, hit and miss. Hit and miss. Definitely wasn't good at SmackDown. I loved SmackDown this week. Right. SmackDown was so good. Jameson, what did you like so much about SmackDown? Start us off. Man. I just I think it started great with uh, all the uh, Elimination Chamber members in the ring besides Bray Wyatt. In the middle was great, and then it finished strong. I think top to bottom, it just there wasn't a part in the show really where it was like, okay, what's going on here? Like we get with Raw, and again, I think it comes down to three hours versus two hours, but just the, the show as a whole was, was, was pretty great, and uh, I mean, it ended well with uh, John Cena, Randy Orton. Always a fun match. We've seen it a, a lot, but I enjoyed it. Um, what did you think of the, the main event? Uh, I loved the Wyatt Harper stuff. Yeah. That stuff was great, and the way it played into Orton and everyone else was very, very good. I thought that Randy versus Cena was the runs. <laughs> I didn't – they it, – it wasn't exciting at all. Well, it's – I, I mean, mean – Okay, it wasn't bad, but from what you'd expect from two guys who have been the mainstays of the company for over a decade, it wasn't what I th- would hoped it would be. I feel like they could put on a, an amazing match, a great match, and people would still say that same thing be just because it's Orton and Cena, and we've seen them for so long. You, I know, you know, but this wasn't an amazing match, though. <laughs> I it mean, was decent. Yeah. For, for SmackDown concerns, main event of SmackDown, it's not like this was a WrestleMania match, which now that we see this match on SmackDown, this is not going to be the, the, the feud for WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, that's one I thing hope. that uh, <laughs> I think we can at least look forward to is that they did it now, so we don't have right. to do it. We don't have to do this, but thirty minutes. They noticed everyone panicking <laughs> in the last week and said, "Okay, we we gotta just let them know that this isn't gonna be the way we're going." But yeah, it told a story. But um, yeah, start to finish. And the Seattle crowd was great. Oh yeah, they were super into yep. this. They were way Daniel better Bryan than the crowd. With that. Daniel Bryan came out, hometown hero. The Miz and Maurice did this awesome promo about how he's gonna win Elimination Chamber, and then. Um, they had this great stuff going on. Really solid character work. They all have claim. They all look like superstars, or at least people who are wrestlers. 
and Baron Corbin ended up beating Styles, but it made sense in a way because Corbin is tougher than everybody thinks he is, and everybody sort of lost track of him. And now he shows up and shows that he can pin AJ Styles. Maybe not one-on-one, because Styles has beaten him before, but in the ruckus of a fatal five-way, or the Elimination Chamber match, which is going to be, he might be able to get the upper hand. So, uh, very well done. I loved loved the... uh, In the opening promo, my, my favorite parts of the show was the dig that Daniel Bryan gave The Miz when The Miz is asking, why are you here, why are you here? And just Brian, Brian just comes back with, uh, well, you never being able to wrestle hasn't stopped you from getting in the ring. Uh, I thought that was great. Uh, just Daniel Bryan is so quick-witted and an intelligent guy. Everything that comes out of his mouth I think is just hilarious. Yeah. Whoever said he's a bad promo? Whoever said that? He was awesome. Team Hell No. Yeah. The Yes Movement. And now this. He's great. Daniel Bryan is wonderful. So, And I'm happy Sorry. to still see him. I had to go back to that. I just was... That that was uh, that was a great moment. That bears repeating, man. It was good. It was good. We had uh, we had some good stuff. Um, Dolph Ziggler is still a heel, I guess. I, I I don't really know, man. Yeah, it seems like they've. I mean, yeah, that was good for his character. We liked it, but now he's just in the middle of nowhere. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Not that Paul, Apollo Cruz is, uh, you know, nothing, but it's kind of he loses. He beats the hell out of his uh, opponents. He lost to, and just did they really have any? picture of where Dolph Ziggler is going nope <laughs> nope how how far I love how he turned heel and nothing improved yeah how, <laughs> it actually how, got worse how early do we see Dolph Ziggler on Wrestlemania day I mean is he the first match of the pre-card like pre-show? 8 a.m yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. 8 a.m as everybody's pulling in as, as all the planes are taxiing in he's there with uh Primo or somebody on the pre-show <laughs> Shiny Not Epico, just Primo, <laughs> just one of them. Not both of them. Nope, just one. Just one. Okay, I like that. But I'll anyway, let's get let's that. get through this so we can uh, quick hit it's our predictions. Some, okay. And uh, all right, so we had some tag team action, throwing all the tag teams at each other. It was that was okay. Also okay. We had a dual contract signing, which I actually didn't mind. No, at all. I did not mind that either. His, uh, scripting was good. Mickey James makes more sense every time I see her. <laughs> yep, she's getting so, better. So as a bad first foot to get off of with the promo, and I'm not gonna blame her for that. That was just the way that they did it. But it uh, made sense. We got some intersecting feuds going on, so it was a lot to be excited for. Alexa Bliss is great. I think she gets I, – I just love her more and more every week. She's a great heel, and I loved that she she wasn't acknowledging Naomi and just like, oh, yeah, you're here too. That was good stuff. And, uh, yeah, that was those, – those two matches will be good um, on Sunday. Definitely. She's – Classic heel. She's yeah, great. Yeah, she is. She's got the, the, the stank face going on. Her facial expressions, whether or not she's happy or sad or PO'd or whatever, are wonderful. They she's are. such a great actress. It's <laughs> she's, wonderful. She's good. She's good. Yeah. All right. So speaking of some exciting matches coming up at Elimination Chamber, let's get into our Elimination Chamber predictions. All right. Let's do it. All right. So you want to start with uh, Mickey James versus Becky Lynch? Or, I'm sorry. You usually lead these. No, you, can, you you can take it if you want. Um yeah, sure. Let's start with that match. Becky Lynch, Mickey James. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Mickey James here. I think that she's she's new in the company, uh back in the company. She's been there before, but uh she needs she needs a big win and she's gonna find a way to beat Becky Lynch. Yes. All right. I agree. Uh, <laughs> All not, right. not just agreeing with you, but it doesn't make sense for them to uh put Becky Lynch over her her very first match back. So she'll right. steal it with a roll up or something crafty. Yeah. Or maybe Alexa Bliss will get involved. Or maybe she'll just pin her clean. We don't know. But I foresee Mickey James winning. Correct. 
Yes. So we, we agree on the all first right, one. They were one for one. With but uh, all right, let's get into Alexa Bliss versus Naomi. Women's championship. Got to go Alexa Bliss. She's she's too hot right now. Um, so is Naomi. She's gotten some big wins uh, as of late, but uh, I do not see this is the time for Bliss to drop the title. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I'm not just agreeing. Yeah, no, that's true. There's I'm no way they take it off her right now. No. It's got to be a bigger moment. So I think she's going to keep it until Mania. Yeah, she's doing great. She can carry it to Mania, that's for sure. Yeah, she's been doing awesome. She's great. So And she keeps getting better every single time we see her. So that's that's more than you can ask for for WWE stuff. So I'm just uh, super thrilled that she's the champ, and she's definitely going to maintain that. So uh, let's get into our tag team action. Jameson, you want to explain what's going on with the tag teams? I I know as much as anybody else that's confused by this, but uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this match. Um, and one thing we didn't mention from SmackDown was it was I dreaming or did the Ascension actually get a pin? Victory? They got a pin with a knee off the middle rope. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> that might be the first pin in the history for the Ascension on any television program. Um, but yeah, that was I was I was amazed by that. But um, I. Uh, this is the turmoil tag match here. Man, I don't know. There's a lot to pick from. Ascension, Vaudevillains, Usos, American Alpha, Rhino, and Heath Slater, and Brizongo. Brizongo's in the match. They're not going to win. Vaudevillains aren't going to win. The Ascension's not going to win, even though they did on Tuesday. I'm going to say American Alpha is going to somehow prevail and keep the titles because they really haven't um, defended them. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to drop them when they're... Uh, when they really haven't held them for that long and they haven't been able to defend them. So I'm going to say American Alpha holds on to the tag team titles. I predict Usos. Okay. This is our difference. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for them to do it, but this is totally the kind of situation where they say, oh, man, maybe these guys aren't ready. Not like maybe we haven't made them look important at all. Just maybe, yeah. they, maybe they aren't ready. <laughs> it's their fault. Let's put it on the Usos. They've been tag team champs a lot, and they're also quite interesting now that they're heels. They strike that balance between barely looking like they wanted to be there and just wanting to injure everybody's legs mm-hmm. a lot. So I predict the Usos will carry the titles into WrestleMania, or at least they definitely up on WrestleMania, then they'll get it taken off. They definitely could. Yeah. Uh, they would be fine holding those titles to Mania, but uh, all right, there's our first disagreement. That's yeah. good. All right, What's what next? Got, what we got next? Okay, we'll go Luke Harper versus Randy Orton. Orton... Shouldn't if Orton loses this match, I'm gonna flip a table. Not be, and I love Luke Harper, but there's no way they're gonna put Luke Harper over him, right? They can't. Be, Randy Orton just won the Royal Rumble. He's in the main event at WrestleMania. He's not gonna lose to Luke Harper, even though Harper's Harper's in a good spot right now. He's uh he, he's looking good, but not good enough to beat the guy that's gonna be in the main event at WrestleMania. Yes. So correct. so Orton. Orton, got Orton should be. I'm gonna be really confused if it's not. But anyway. Let's get to the Elimination Chamber match itself. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so it doesn't seem like I'm agreeing with you. I'll go first in okay. case we say the same person. I <laughs> predict Bray Wyatt. And there's an agreement. Yes, you copied me. No, yeah, Bray Wyatt. It's, um, it is his time. It's the only thing that makes sense, really, uh, storyline-wise, if if Bray and Randy's going to lead to WrestleMania. But, yeah, I, I think Bray, somehow, he was the only person that wasn't in the, the, the fatal four-way match or whatever they had on SmackDown. He was the only one not in the ring. Um, I love the way that Fatal Five-Way sounds, by the way. Fatal Five-Way? Fatal Five-Way sounds cool. I, I just have to mention that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bray's going to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be surprised if he's not. 
Um, if it's not Bray, I guess you'd have to put it back on AJ Styles. John Cena defending it. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna take it off Cena and put it on Bray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go with that. That's our. All right. So there's our predictions in the new elimination chamber. In the, by the new way. elimination chamber, new and improved. Uh, hopefully nobody gets horribly hurt. Hopefully nobody gets trapped in their pod. Hopefully nobody gets thrown into their pod face first. Uh, That'll like happen. Mark Henry threw Orton a few years ago. So hopefully we have a great pay-per-view this Sunday. So tune into the WWE Network and tune into Ringmasters Podcast next week, Thursday. We will be back with our recap going into WrestleMania and our recap of Elimination Chamber. Stay safe, Marks. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus.